Blog Talk Radio. You better make right with God. Come and do it now. Under the cross of Jesus, I lay my burden down. It was on that old cross where Jesus shed his blood. Get right. title there, I have a guest preacher coming on, and his name is Brad Vatters, right, or Vatters, and he's going to be teaching or preaching and telling us uh, about, the title is, Do You Really Know Jesus? Oh, yes. Do you really know Jesus? Do you really know Jesus? Hallelujah. Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would have your way on this broadcast In the name of Jesus, I pray that you would do what it is that only you know how to do. Father, don't let me speak for my own flesh nor my guest, God, but let uh, your name be glorified, Father, through this broadcast. And, oh, God, I pray that you would draw people, Father, that would need to hear this, God, so that they may be encouraged, oh, God, so that they may receive what it is that you want to say to them on today, God. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you in advance that the victory has already been won, Lord, and we give you the praise. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Well, you guys, while I wait on my guests, I'm going to go ahead and jump into a song here. Um, This is uh, Evie McKinley. Uh, She says, I'm going to bring the whole hood. Knocking on my door 
Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God. That was Evie McKinley. Right. She said, I'm going to bring the whole hood. <laughs> she said, I'm going to buy my mama a house. Right. When I make it, <laughs> she said, when I make it, I'm going to buy my mother a house. <laughs> and then she said, y'all, she said, I'm going to bring the whole hood with me. <laughs> now, that's what she said. And this is a gospel song now. So when she received her blessing, she said, I'm going to bring the whole hood with me. And I'm going to buy my mama. Now, I'll buy my mama a house now, but but I ain't bringing no hood with me. <laughs> Do you know the hood to the hood take all your money? <laughs> oh, that song right there, boy. That song right there. Let me tell you this, right? If God got a blessing for you and you try to bring the whole hood with you, you ain't going to get it because the blessing is for you, Right? Not saying that God won't allow you to bless other people, but if you bring the whole hood with you now, no, 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 no. 
But anyway, you guys, I like that song. It almost sounds like an R&B song. That was Evie McKinley. I'm going to bring the whole hood. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you guys, I'm got to bring my brother on, Brother Brad, and I'm going to let him go ahead and uh, bless us with the word. He's an awesome preacher, man of God, family man. He's just, just all around good guy. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, you ever knew anybody and did just you don't have nothing bad to say. Like, they just good, good, all around good. <laughs> I'm still striving for it, y'all. I, I'm still striving for it, but he's a pretty good guy. I'm so serious. You know, that's my buddy here. We, he called me, and, you know, he prays for me. We pray on the phone. He always giving me advice and always just, you know what I'm saying, just just a good friend, I tell you. He's one of a kind, you know. Let me bring him on really quick. Mm, let's see. Brother Brad. Hello, hello. Brother, hey, man, God bless you. How you doing today? Good, sir. How are you? Good, good, man. I can't complain. Um, well, I already told the people your name, man, and you know, I know. Understand, you got a word you're gonna preach to us, and um, but I'm gonna let you just have the floor, man. Just go ahead and 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 speak what the Lord give you, man. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, God bless everyone. Um, I hope, in spite of uh, what's happening in the earth today, I hope all is well for everyone. Um, but I want to share. A word of encouragement and a word of caution also mixed together yeah. today. Uh, you know, examining what's happening in the world. Uh, I just, I mean, there's so much. So much. I mean, Matthew 24 is, before, before our eyes, is being manifested in the earth realm. We're seeing wars, rumors of wars, we're seeing pestilence. We're seeing all kinds of things which Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 happening in our eyes, before our very eyes. But also in, in my time with the Lord today, um, you know, I, heard, I was just hearing the Lord encouraging me also to, and reminding me of being, being cautioning me where I place my eyes, in my ears, because the Bible talks about the ears are our gate and our eyes are our gate. The eyes are the gates to the soul, the Bible says. And our ears, we have to be careful in these last days what we're listening to and what we're seeing, where we're putting our attention to. Because the enemy is is doing everything in his own power to take our faith off Christ and put our faith in other places. We see the media working overtime. The enemy, unfortunately, is working through the media, working overtime. It's pointing out it's the worst of the worst news out there, and it's causing confusion, it's causing fear, it's causing anxiety, it's almost in a lot of ways demeaning the, the existence of God. The enemy is trying to work through the media to make people think either God don't exist or God don't care. And that's the reality of it. You see through this COVID, there was a point when the church shut down. And I believe those, even those who went back into the fellowship, in the gathering, realized more than ever before the importance of the fellowship. Because the reality is God created us as human beings to fellowship, not only to receive love, but to give love. Not only to be encouraged, but to encourage. Not only to receive, but to give 
in every aspect. And so we see through what's happened in, in the earth realm how the enemy is working over time to rob the believers of their faith in Christ. And so I wanted to share from Jeremiah chapter 29, very famous scripture, but I want to share it from a different translation. I want to share it from the message translation. And I believe sharing it through the message translation will, will bring us such a different angle of this very scripture, which is very famous, probably quoted a lot even in these last days. But I don't want to share it. And I'll start from verse 11. This is what the, the message uh, translation says. Obviously, God is speaking to Jeremiah. This is what God says. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I'm going to stop right there. Again, the enemy's probably greatest assignment against the church is to rob us of our hope. Once the enemy gets our hope, we're done. Everything around us will crumble. Now, if we see through the media, we see where the, where the, where the media's attention is, is, is pointing people towards. Not pointing people towards Christ. It's pointing people towards the government. And I'll use the, one of the greatest examples in the scriptures of a prophet named Isaiah. There was a king called Uzziah. He, was, at that time, was the most righteous king. He, he, he was doing everything right for the Lord. And Isaiah took his eyes off the Lord and began to put his eyes on King Uzziah. And all of a sudden, in the middle of his reign, he began to turn away from the Lord and he started doing wicked things before the Lord. To a place to start, start bringing Isaiah's faith and hope down. And when the day King Uzziah, the Bible says, the day King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And if we read in Psalm 24, it says, Lift up your heads, O you gates, be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord mighty, the Lord strong in battle. The, see, where the enemy is trying to get the, uh, the church's attention on is every other system in this world, but not the system of heaven. Because the reality is when you put your eyes on Jesus, you begin to put your eyes, uh, and you begin to get understanding by the spirit of the living God who is in the earth realm who Jesus gave us, you begin to get to understand the Holy Spirit, how the kingdom of heaven is so opposite to the systems of this world. I was even sharing with my wife just earlier. I said, when we're grown up, maturity in the world is you got to start doing things on your own. In the kingdom, maturity is you better start relying more on Christ. You see how total opposite it is, Bishop Jamar? You see how the world, the world will tell you you need to grow up, you start doing things in your own. But the kingdom of heaven says you want to start growing up, you need to start relying more on Christ. And that's where the enemy's bringing deception even into the church. It starts making the church do, well, if you, if you want to reach the lost, you need to start, you need to start doing things more on your own ability. Because if we were to be honest, prayerlessness is creeping into the church more than it ever has, ever. Because there are these messages, even the message of grace will tell you, you don't need to pray no more. God loves you. <clears throat> and what happens is when we become more prayerless, 
that's when the enemy starts creeping in and starts bringing more deception. We need to pray like never before. That's why the Bible says, pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We need to go back to the basics of the scripture, fasting. What does fasting do? It cleanses us from everything that will try to hinder us from hearing the voice of God. We need to pray. Prayer is one of the essentials of the kingdom in order for us to be connected to the greatest power source who we know is Jesus. The Bible says, I am the vine, you are the branch. He that abided me and my word abided him will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We as a church need to be reminded who is the king. It's not the government of this world. The Bible says the government is on his shoulder. Who is really in charge? God himself. In spite of what's going on in the world, ladies and gentlemen, children of God, it's already written in the scriptures. Nothing happening in this world surprises God. But here, let me encourage you in this. If you want to be in a place of safety and security, knowing that you're going to be okay, you need to push past your flesh. You need to push past the other voices. You need to push past everything of this world and get yourself in a place where you know you are you are connected to the greatest power source, which is Jesus Christ. There's absolutely no way we could survive in this world. This world can't give you peace. The money that the government gives you is only a temporal peace. By you getting to know Christ yourself, you experience that peace to pass all understanding. Whatever happened in the past, let it go. Whatever failures happened in the past, let it go. Because if you are holding on to things in the past, and when things happen as wrong, and you look back and say, God, you weren't there. How do I know you're going to be here? Ask the Lord to help you to forgive and let go of, of, of the failures of the past. Because the enemy will use everything, every tool he can on forgiveness, bitterness, resentment. He will use those things to keep you back in the past. So you can't see what's, what the Lord is doing before you. Verse 12 says, when you call on me, when you come and pray, God said, I will listen. So let me encourage you to say this. I don't care how bad you think you are. I don't care how backslidden you think you are. I don't care what people said about you. Let me tell you something. God will never, and I repeat, never, ever, Turn a deaf ear to any voice that calls on him. If you read the scripture, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, who in that day were supposed to be the example of God, but they fell, they fell, they fell so far away from God, they, didn't, they themselves didn't even realize why. Because they based their salvation on their good works. And we know what the scripture says, our works are filthy rags. When you begin to base your salvation on your works, I mean, I'm hoping I don't go too deep here. You start bringing yourself back under the law. Our faith should only be on Christ and what he did for us at the cross. And I believe the reality and the majority of church say don't even have a clue, don't have a revelation of what they think they do in what Christ has done for us at the cross. Because if we really did, we were walking around this earth realm more and more different than what we ever have. Because as a believer in Christ, we should never have our heads hanging down. Because when you put your head down, you take your eyes off Christ. And that's exactly what the image is trying to do. 
He's trying to put our heads down, make us feel like we're less of a believer, we're less of a Christian, we're not so holy, we're not so righteous in ourselves. Yes, you got that right, Satan. I am nothing. But when I put my faith in Jesus Christ and what he did for me at the cross, that's where your power, your power becomes be, be diminished because you know in you, Satan, you are nothing compared to Jesus Christ. And that's why the enemy tries to take us off of Christ and take us and put our faith in other systems of this world. He tries to reveal in such a way where it seems like it's good, but it's not good because there's nothing in this world that's good. The only thing right now that's good is the Holy Spirit. The only thing that's really good is Jesus Christ and the, and the Word of God. That's the only thing right now we need to find our value in, this, in these last days is the Word of God because everything, again, everything that's, that's happening and about to happen in this earth is already written in the scriptures. All we need to do is ask the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus has brought us, given us, to teach us and show us in the scriptures where we're heading to, what's about to happen. Because the reality is, when we begin to put our faith in Jesus, we begin to see through the scriptures, no matter what happens in this, in this earth realm, we the believers come on top. Every famine in the Old Testament that was released in the earth realm, if we really study scriptures, those who follow, who choose to follow God, who choose to believe in the existence of God, every single one of them always came out on top. Because God promised in his word that when we put our faith in him, he will take care of us. So I want to encourage anybody who's listened to this to this live today. I want to encourage you. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will soften your hearts. Those who've who've been disappointed. Because it's real, ladies and gentlemen. I go through it. We all go through it. There are certain times in life when when when, when things hit us, when, when when things in life hit us. And we believe these certain scriptures. We're saying, God, you said this. Why is this happening? Because we start basing our faith on what we think God should do. Mm. But it's those thinkings, those mindsets that hinder us from seeing God for who he really is. Because we start putting God in a box. We start making, creating this false sense of security. I'm probably the most guilty person of a bishop. I probably am. And these are things that the Lord has dealing with me. These certain mindsets that were probably taught in the church. And being in the place I was back then, I thought that it's God. But then as life, as I begin to grow in this faith, and as life begins to throw at me all these punches and all these different situations and all the things I've been through, and as I begin to cry to the Lord, because I'm like, Hey, your word says this, this. Why is this happening? And the Lord began to bring, bring this place of maturity to open my eyes and show me through the scriptures. I didn't promise you a perfect life. Oh. I warned you in my scripture that trial is going to come. But it's in the trial is when I show myself to you. But, you, but the, the, the balls, the balls in your court, what are you going to do? What choice are you going to make? Are you going to allow those situations to overtake you? Or are you going to rise up above the situations, call me so I can come, because your work is going to 
My word says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. And will you cry out to me in your stress? Will you cry out to me in, in, in your pain? Will you cry out to me in your desperation? I'm going to show up. But that's not the way you think is, I'm going to show up. I mean, again, we see it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Israel was expecting this, 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 this knight. They were expecting this, this mighty warrior to come in and deliver them. But Christ came in the earth in a way that they, they, they didn't even imagine. And because of it, a lot of them missed their, their, their opportunity. They missed their visitation. And the tragedy of us, we all, including me, we can miss that visitation. Because, again, what does the Bible say? Jesus will appear as a thief of the night. When everybody least expects, he's going to show up in the earth and take whoever, whoever, ever has faith in him. That's who he's coming for. He's coming back for a pure, spotless bride. How can we be that? Is when we put our faith strictly in Jesus and what he did for the cross. Our righteousness is in nothing of ourselves or even this world. Our righteousness is in our faith in Jesus. The Bible says Abraham was justified before God because of his faith in God. Abraham wasn't even under the blood. He was under the old covenant. But because he believed in God, he believed that God existed, not only did he believe, but he believed with confession. He believed because every time he had a relation with God, everything he went through at times, he went to God. So I pray, I pray that the Holy Spirit will do something different and unique in every heart of every mind of every person that's listening today, including myself. Because I was telling Bishop Jamar Grimsley earlier, I said, God is putting me, I do, I, every day I desire something fresh and something new from him. I don't want to live off yesterday's revelation. If God says he is who he is, then I want to know him that way. I want to live with God for what he wants to do in my life and through me to reach the lost. If God can use who he used in the Old Testament to do what they did, the money exploits for God, why wouldn't God use us today? Why wouldn't he? Yep. All we have to do is believe. All we have to do, hey, let me just say this, be a David in this season. Go read the Psalms again. Look how real David was. When David was frustrated with his enemies, he went to God. When he told God, God, go break their jaws. David was real before God. Because God desires your heart. He desires what's on your mind. He desires to know what's on your heart. And when we begin to release our frustrations, our anxieties, and our words, yeah, even release your anger towards God. If you're angry God, tell God how angry you are. Because when you release it, guess what God's going to do? He's going to come and fill you afresh with his love. He'll extend his love to you. Too many times we hold on to things. And the Bible says, whatever you bind on earth, whatever you hold on to on earth, it'll block your blessing from heaven. But whatever you release from earth, God will release from heaven. Too many times we hold God back. Because we're too consumed with what's going on in this world. We're too consumed with what's going on in our lives. And we haven't yet to take the time to really be honest and real with God. Because Satan will make you think, oh, you can't talk to God like that. 
Excuse me? Well, he's well, worth says I can come as I am. He's worth says cast all my cares on him because he cares for me. That's what he's worth says, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell God how frustrated I am today. I'm going to tell God how lonely I feel today. I'm going to tell God how weak I feel today. Because the Bible says, in, in your weakness, he'll be your strength. But you need to let God know, God, I feel weak today. Lord, I feel lonely today. Lord, I, 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 need, I need a breakthrough today. My finances, help me to overcome this. Because so many times we're being for this, God's going to just release money. How, many, how about we start praying a different way? Lord, you see I need money. I'm asking you to either create opportunities for me to make money or show me how through me you want to produce finances. Because everything is different. Remember that. God has uniquely made you for this time. And because God will do things through other people, certain financial blessings and certain ways the money might come in, it might, he might want to do things uniquely and different from you. Hey, we serve a God that, you know, that, that one of the disciples went over the fish's mouth and there was money in there. This is the God we serve. We serve a God that took five loaves and two fishes and fed the, fed the multitude. We expect God to do a certain way, but God says, no, 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 I want to do it a unique way. And I know for me, I, I know even this season, Bishop, that the Lord was telling me that he, he told me to season him, and he said, you're in this season where I'm going to take your little and multiply it, do much, like a five loaves and two fishes. That brought that sense of, of security to me where, like, okay, so, you know, I can, you know, I can be praying for, oh, God, you know, bless me with millions, bless me with this, but now I know I'm in the season. Okay, God, the little that you give me, I'm going to be grateful. And I'm going to watch you as Jesus was. When Jesus got that five little two fishes, he, he gave it to the Father. He said, Father, I thank you for this. And what happened? Because he had a heart of gratitude, God took it and displayed his glory before everybody else and let them realize who God really was, who God is. So, Holy Spirit, I'm asking today, Lord, that every ear that's listening today, I pray whatever was plugging their ear to hear your voice, whatever issue in the heart that could, be, could make their heart harden towards you, I pray by your love, you'll soften their hearts and you'll touch them and remind them how much you really love them. I pray, Lord, whatever spirit was released and signed against them, to try to block them from having a relationship with you, I pray deliverance will take place now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every spirit of wickedness that's been released against your children, your created ones, I pray, Father, you would drive them out now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, those who are listening today, that they will begin to call out to you. They will begin to push Every, even if there's any false teachings in them that they don't even realize, I pray, Father, they will even push, it, push aside and say, God, I am not going to listen to this person's preaching from way back when. I'm, I'm coming to you because I want to know you a fresh new way. Your, your mercies are fresh and new every morning, which means you are fresh and new every morning. So I pray, Father, you would show yourself to me in a fresh new way each and every day. I will fall deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deep call on to deep. I will fall deeper and deeper in you. I will allow the teachings of men nor any other system of this world 
to hinder my relationship with you. God, you are said, they that know their God, intimately know their God, shall be strong and do mighty exploits. Father, I pray today that that world stir up in the hearts of your people today to begin to press into you, begin to desire to know you, God. And I pray every word curse that's released over them that will try to block them, Lord God, from pressing in to get to know you so they can walk in the greatness of you, God, in the earth realm, so they can walk in the blessings of you, so they can walk in the abundance of you, so they can walk in the glory of you. I pray, Father, you break every word curse. You reverse it now in the name of Jesus so that your blessings can start trickling, oh God, so that the children the way that they be responsible with the little so you can reward them with the much. I pray, Father, even when the blessings overtake us, we'll still call on your name. We'll still remain humble. We'll still remain dependent on you. We'll still remain connected in you because we acknowledge apart from you, we can do nothing. Only through you, we can do all things. And, Father, I pray fresh wind of your spirit to blow in every home today. I pray fresh wind of your spirit, oh, God, to blow in your people today, to blow. In the, in the over their finances, to bring family, to bring the healing and deliverance, to bring the direction power of Jesus Christ, to bring to your people. Set your cup, set the captives free, God, in the name of Jesus. Those who be blinded by the love of the enemy, that their eyes will be open to the truth of you, in the name of Jesus. Those who have been definite, God, whatever may come into their lives or be hindrance and Lord, I pray deliverance. I pray you will uproot the, the root of bitterness and you'll begin to establish and plant the word of, of, of your gospel, the word of love, the word of forgiveness, the word of healing, the word of deliverance, the word of freedom in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, today that healing is taking place right now. I thank you. Salvation is happening right now. I thank you for rededication and reconciliation is coming forth today. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for every person, a new wind of fire, of fervency of spirit, of, of, of fervency to seek your faith, a fervency of prayer, a fervency of intercession will arise in the hearts of your people today. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we walk out and live your word where it says, with you all things are possible. I rebuke doubt and unbelief right now. I send you back to the place where you come from in Jesus' name, and I, re- I bind you from every voice. I bind you from every ear that's listening today. I bind you from every home that's represented here. In the name of Jesus, I speak faith. I speak increase of faith, mountain movie faith. In the name of Jesus to rise in the hearts of your people. And I pray, Lord, according to Joshua 1, Psalm 1 and Joshua 1, we will meditate on your word each and every day. We will desire fresh manna from you. We will the Holy Spirit in our devotion time and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us your ways, O oh God, revealing the seasons and the times that we're in. And through your word and by your spirit, you open our eyes to see what's coming so we can be the voices of today to bring warnings to those, oh God. So in hope that they will turn away from the wicked ways and turn back from you to return back to you. We thank you for this opportunity, Holy Spirit, and this disposition that you've given Bishop Jamar Grimsley to share your gospel, to share the truth. It is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but truth. This is the good news. As much as we watch the media, 
to believe in the media, I pray every attention will begin to go back on the gospel, the good news. Because every news we know even today what's coming is already written in your scriptures. I pray every eye will be open to see your word, to see your scriptures, to see it in such a way that we couldn't see before so that we will know God and we will be the prophets of today, that we will be advanced by your spirit. You will advance us in knowledge, in wisdom, in revelation, everything we need to have in the earth realm. You advance us by your spirit so that we will be ready just like Joseph was with the warnings, with those dreams, I pray, Holy Spirit, you will prepare us to be ready for what's coming so that we can be the Josephs of today, to bring healing, deliverance, and to bring provision to whomever it may be so that your name, your name, you will be glorified, so that every nation will turn back to you Pray for the peace of Israel, as your word says, as what's going on over there, Lord. We pray for the peace of your chosen people, the apple of your eye, Israel. We pray, we speak peace over Israel today. We cover Israel under your blood today. We pray for those who are in charge. You begin to turn to you. Seek it for your wisdom. Seek it for your counsel. Seek it for your protection. Everything they need now. I pray, Father, from the head up to the government, to whomever it may be, they will begin to turn to you. And we thank you for the great, great awakening that's happening right now in the earth realm. We thank you for the great awakening that's happening right now in the earth realm. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the great awakening, for waking up your church and preparing her to receive Or groom. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to remain humble. Help us to rely more on you than we ever, ever, ever have. Help us to get to know you personally so we can become more like you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, man. Amen. Wow. Wow. Wow, Brother Brad. I tell you, man, that message was so full of Man, I can't even, I don't know where to start. Like, the message just is so powerful in so many different areas. Everything you spoke about was, like, powerful, you know, and something that needed to be heard and then a prayer at the end. And, wow, man, <laughs> it's just a powerful thing, you know. It seemed like we really got to just hold on to God, hold on to Jesus in this time, you know, because, again, the devil is busy, you know. He ain't playing with us, and, you know, he's trying to drag as many people to hell, you know, as he can, you know, um, and like you said, we get caught up in the things of this world and the systems of this world, and man, it's just, um, it's just, we need him. You know, we really do need him, man. We really need him, and that was, man, that was such a powerful word, man. I tell you, man. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. And um, like, if anybody want to reach out to you, um, you got to wait for them to uh, contact you. Well, uh, through email, uh, my email address is uh, okay. bradicalforjesus at gmail.com. It's B-R-A-D-I-C-A-L, number four, capital J-E-S-U-S, at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Um, gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. Yep. My Instagram, Bradley Roger Vaders. 
that's pretty much it right now. Uh, you know, uh, okay. the scene that uh, my wife and I are in, my family, I would say, we are in a scene of establishment. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, yeah. Bishop. It's been a long time. We've been in the wilderness for a long time, just like Abraham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finally, I think we've come to a place where the Lord is grace, being very gracious to us to allow us to settle, to establish. And so there's some good things mm-hmm. coming for us. Uh, I would say next, you know, I'll say probably the next couple of months, you know, to towards the end of the year, just getting our ministry established mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. of, we know where the Lord is taking us. Uh, so, right. you know, I mean, these are things, you know, I just never really thought of and I never did, but I guess to the place we are now and seeing, you know, where the Lord is bringing us. Now I know I have to get some mm-hmm. things established. So, mm-hmm. you know, eventually I'll be more visible you know, I'll be promoted <laughs> with our ministry page. Uh, you know, so those are things that we'll eventually establish and release so that uh, we can connect with whoever and, uh, you know, hopefully be a, a blessing to whomever. Any questions, concerns, prayers, you know? Yeah, so. Amen. Um, Brad, you got any last words, like last words for people that's um, listening? I would uh, I would ask everybody be honest with yourself. Because you know the sad thing about it is we can go to church, we can cover up our hurts, we can cover up our issues, we can dress a certain way, we can talk the the, the dialogue of church. It's it's very easy. Listen, a, a sorry to say I don't know if I say the right words, but a demon can walk in, dress like church people, talk like church people, and it'll seem like be a good person. But again, God knows all. He knows your heart. He knows what's on your mind. He knows everything. And I want to encourage everybody today, be real with yourself, but also be real with God. Don't be afraid to tell God how you really feel. Because, again, fear robs us of our blessings. And fear, we know, there's there's an abbreviation I've heard years ago, and and there's a it says fear means false evidence appearing real. And the enemy will, try, again, try to make you think you have to be a certain way in order to, for God to love you or for you to receive God. No, you don't. Just be you. God wants your heart. He doesn't want, he doesn't want your performance. He doesn't want you to pray a certain prayer. He doesn't want you to pray like your other pastor, pray, for, pray like everybody else. He wants to hear what's on your heart. He wants to hear what's on your mind. He wants you to be real. And when you be real with God, he'll be real with you. Keep it real with him. Keep it real with him. Keep it real with him. <laughs> amen. 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 All right, well, Brad, thank you so much for sharing, man. And I gotta have you back on because um, you know, it's just a dynamic word and um it's what we need to hear, you know, it's what we need to hear, you know. Uh, we know God is loving and kind and all of those things, but he wants us to get it together too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we don't want him to have to you know, uh, pours wrath out on us to get us to do it, right? So, you know, words yeah. words are very um needed words in this time, you know. So, thank you for sharing one more time. Thank you for sharing. And um, all right, Brad, will you be blessed, man? Again, and thank you for coming on. And I got to get you back. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Well, you know, I'm free for the next two weeks. So, however, whatever, I, you know, I'm always open. I'm always open to share what what the Lord's put on my heart for whoever. So. Yes, sir. I'm available. 
All right. Okay, Brad. God bless you, man. You have a good day now. You too, everybody. God bless everyone. Uh, all right, you guys. All right, you guys. Powerful word right there by my brother. Powerful word right there. Do you really know Jesus? Do you really know him now? Do you really know him? Or do you really know him? Not do you think you know him or do you pretend to know him or, or you say you know him, but do you really? Ha! Ah! Do you really know him? Hallelujah. All right, you guys, I'm going to go now, but I hope you guys truly um, got something from that because I truly did, and it was truly a word uh, that was needed, you know, in this hour, in this time. That word was needed. Amen, amen. And that's what we need, you guys. You know, um, again, God is a God of, uh, you know, love and kindness. Yes, he is, and I'm not going to say that he's not, you know, um, but he does want us to get it together, you guys. He does want us to get it together because, like Brad said, the Bible said when Jesus comes, he's coming back like a thief in the night, you know. He ain't going to just, okay, I'll be back tomorrow at 2, get yourself together, and then, no, is are you ready? Ain't no, no warning, right? So, you guys, just remember that. Remember that, okay? And um, if anybody want to be a guest on the show, if you want to come on and preach a word or give a word, or if you want to share testimony, or if you want to sing a song, this platform is all about glorifying God. Feel free to uh, text me. Um, you could text me. No matter of fact, email. Email address is Get Right With God Ministries. Get Right With God Ministries number one at gmail dot com. Get Right With God Ministries number one at gmail dot com. All right. Or uh, if you want to. Um, uh, you can email me, um, and I'll get back in touch with you, and we'll get it set up for you to come on. Again, if you want to preach a word, give an encouraging word. If you want to sing a song, or if you want to share a testimony, we'll bring you on. Just, again, email me, get right with God Ministries number one at gmail.com, or feel free to text 478-752-4805, 478-752-4805. All right, you guys, I love you so much. I'm Jamar Grimsley, and this is Get Right With God. You better make right with God. Come and do it now. Under the cross of Jesus, I lay my burden. 